talking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey. Hi, girl. I'm staring at my friend in the eyes. I'm sitting on a couch being stared at in the eyes. And this is my name is Catherine. And my name uh, would have to, uh, for today, be Patrick. And this is a podcast called Seek Treatment. It's a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. And, and we're live in the studio. I recently rearranged my apartment, so I have a new lease on life. Yeah, I feel like you do. Like this, this is now. Now this is you. There's really only one wall now that this couch hasn't been against. <laughs> that's, that's very. There's one kind of holdout, as they call that's it. That's an astute observation. One of my favorite words, astute. And I, you know, I have my dear friend Dev over because he Dev. said, "Yeah, I know him." No, I just met him. Does he care about me? Yeah, he actually loves you. Dev, wait. He loves you. He loves the pod. So shout out to Dev. Okay, shout out to Dev. And uh, who? But how did you meet him? Such an amazing question. I was having drinks with my friends Sarah and Esther, who are both from Houston. I've never heard of any of these people. I know they're Houston friends, but now they live in New York. You're living a double life. Yeah, I'm. I'm living a double life. I'm living a double life. So I was. First of all, now it's like without the AC. Is anyone else sweating? I'm not yet, but I'm sure that I will. Just really quick, um, zoom out to just say to share this. When I was in Rhode Island, California, just kidding, Rhode Island's its own state You're that's naughty. not even near California. Naughty girl. When I was in Rhode Island, um, you know, we did go to Marshall's one day of a wedding. Because Angela had a wedding. I was babysitting uh, the kids while the adults were at the wedding. And um, while the adults are away, we had to go to Marshall's in the morning because Angela needed a button down for the wedding. And I, when I tell you, I went off at Marshall's for no reason. I bought like literally, I spent like, $100 at Marshall's. Look at me in the eyes. Guess who was at Target yesterday going absolutely batshit crazy. I mean, sometimes you just like have to because it's like they have so, like, so much stuff. You can get a pack of three shirts. Like <laughs> if I'm going to get a pack of shirts, I'm set for life. Basically, I, I'm lo- I won the lottery. I'm set for life. <laughs> um, every lottery ticket's called set for life. Like every yeah. scratch off. It's like have a new one. I've never scratched one off. Oh, I've been. I've always been scratching off. Anyways. My problem is I really like this. I love the shirt. This is actually one of the shirts. That's why you it's. Look great. I mean, it's so crazy and psycho. This I shirt. know, but I love it. It feels so like. I was like, for my girls, I can wear this shirt. It's playful. But um, I needed something to wear to the beach basically because we we're going to the beach the next day. So, anyways, I brought um, the shirts are all good, but there's the specific kind of fabric that shows every single centimeter of sweat you've ever sweat out for your yeah. whole life, like increased form. You know what I mean? Totally. Lines, 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 lines. We're talking lines. Okay. We're talking so, lines, team. So, anyways, Dev. Oh, um, I met him because he's my friend's cousin. And you know what's so funny? Because when someone's like, can I bring my cousin to drinks? I'm like, no. Yeah, it's And I say that as someone who has a cousin who's a yeah. good friend. But <laughs> even then I was like, okay, we're bringing our cousins. And then I met yeah. Deb and I was like, oh, wait, I actually addicted to your cousin. Now we're all in love. And Deb, they came over after drinks. And he had told me like, oh, I just hung up shelves in my apartment. I was like, honey, that's what I need. Yeah. So you'll love this. Oh, I love your shelves. I saw so on Instagram. So, so on Sunday... He's, he's an angel from heaven. He has a car here. Oh, my God. Picks me up. We go to the Home Depot in bed Devin. We buy wood planks. We have them cut to measure. What's that? Some gays are like... Oh. Some gays... This is what some gays will do. Some yeah. gays will fully use one of those like circle saws that's like electric and is uh-huh. on a table and you like move wood through it. There's gays that do that. Oh, absolutely. We had a cut at the Home Depot, but I think he could probably do that if he wanted to. Totally. So we came back here and we just spent the whole day. It started with the shelves in my bedroom and then like... There was a spirit, like we all, the three of us 
connected in this crazy way. And I were like, let's change the whole apartment. Dev's cousin? Dev's cousin, Sarah. So is Sarah part of the Home Depot trip? Yeah. Wow. So they were like the two cousins both reconvened to go to Home Depot. Yeah. We went, we had a little outing and then I made Aperol spritzes and they hung up shelves and then we hung out and I ended up moving the couch over here and that's kind of why I have a new lease on life. When, Can you believe he got it all the way up there? Wow. I know. Some people really just know. He's really, has a, he has an eye. I have to say Angelo is good at that stuff too. Oh, Angelo's amazing at He's that always stuff. like, he's always being like, he's always saying something like, I wonder if I have the right size drill bit for oh, this. Oh, that's so hot. Drill bit. You're lucky to have a partner who has an amazing aesthetic vision. Yeah, but he always says I don't appreciate it enough and I don't appreciate anything he does because I'm not a visual person. Mm. Well, and he, he famously said you did, you did not want a kid who's a visual artist because you wouldn't be able to connect with them. What would we talk about? But you have a partner who's a visual artist. Right. So maybe you're wrong. I know, but then they would gang up on me about visual. They, <laughs> um, they would definitely gang up on you about it. Now, I had to say something. Yeah. Oh, when you were talking about bringing cousins, it reminded me of this like new Real Housewives trope where when they go on the trip, mm-hmm. there's always like a couple of them that have like a new baby. And so... They'll keep going on trips and one of them brings the baby and the other ones are like, if I knew we could bring our, I have a six month at home. I do. (laughs) And I'm away from him right now. And if I knew we were bringing our babies to a girl's trip, yeah, I'd bring a baby. And like, how do they all have babies? Aren't they all like Um, older? There are a lot of them are older, but there's some that are like 30, which is even younger than me. Imagine me. Should I be next year on Real Housewives of New York? Yeah, you should. I really should. It wouldn't be crazy. You know, I I say this this again and again and again. Even so as recently as Monday night, I was trying to watch Real Housewives. I don't understand how to watch it. Whenever I I can't get any of the episodes. I want like the old seasons. Hulu. I was on Hulu. I'm on Hulu and I have access to all the old seasons. All seasons of New York. (laughs) I do a kinky thing with Hulu where I pay them like literally a million dollars, a million dollars yeah. for like just so i don't have to watch them they're like you can have hulu and all you have to do is watch 12 minute commercials every three minutes yeah. and enjoy our programming or you could pay us one million more dollars and actually it's so worth it though well you have did you to. see where my tv is now i in your room above my bed oh you know what i had a moment where i really wished that because i watched our favorite show last night cruel summer yeah you, you know i it's I bad now I yeah it's bad now. i got bored it's boring. Well, I needed to find out what she did that was so bad. And then once I found out, I was like, okay, I can just turn it off. Wait, what did she do that was so bad? Well, the first episode oh, is just like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, spoiler alert, cover yours if you care, <laughs> is that she like saw a girl that was kidnapped and didn't help her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she do any more more bad? Well, no. Now it's, because I think the big question this season is like, did is that true? And I think we, I think, spoiler alert. we're It's at not a, true. There's one season left of the, there's one episode left of the season. We're still not. Po- I could still see them coming out with a, like it was true. Also, but it's like so small. It's like okay, so who, who cares? cares? It's not even that bad a thing. I mean, yeah. it's definitely. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I, it definitely someone, is. I definitely would help someone. Yeah, if I saw someone kidnapped, I would be like, you know what? Let me. Um, but they made it sound like she like she murdered someone. If what? I saw someone kidnapped, I'd be like, you know what? I'm let, not defending. I'd be like, let me work my magic and see what I can do about this. Yeah. Um. But what was I going to say? Anyways, after it, um, I went to guide which is a famous um, app that TVs have that tell you what's on every channel. Oh, very vintage. I went to Guide and I saw right above it on E was like Sex and the City season four, Fuck episode yes. two. Heaven. And I was like, I watched like one minute of it, but I was too tired. It was the one where, um, well, I forgot which one it was. But, um, oh, it was the one where it was like, they, one of the many where they were debating like if soulmates are real mm-hmm. and, and Carrie's like, like writing moment was like, soulmates, reality or torture device? <gasps> torture because she was like there's one out there then why don't i just shoot myself now is that the one where charlotte's like everyone knows you get two great loves and she's like oh great so aiden and big and then the room goes silent no 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 it's the one where 
I mean, I only saw one brunch scene and then one writing scene, which is kind of that's like all you need. That's a full episode. It's kind of like the basically, but the third is... one is a sex scene. <laughs> yeah. That's a perfect episode <laughs> of television. And um, but I was like, if I had a TV in my bed, mm-hmm. I would go into my room and put on and fall asleep to it. Yeah, it's kind of changed my life in a bad way, and that I get stuck in my bed for hours now. Watching. Yeah, I'm already I'm stuck in my bed, but I haven't been watching too much television. Mm-hmm. I watched season one of The Killing because I think the red-haired woman is a talent. What's The Killing? It was on AMC a while ago, and I remember <laughs> this is I almost call, I'm calling this a general. I remember like graduating college and like being with like a communications degree, and like I remember having like an information getting like it was a huge show to me like an informational meeting at AMC and I remember being like I love Mad Men and they were like you wanted to work at AMC I yeah I guess I wanted to like vaguely work in television there was a time when someone at AMC was like obsessed with everything I did and then I guess they like moved upstate and had a kid or something that happens a lot that's like, that's like a classic pattern yeah someone's like I'm gonna make you a star and like actually I'm gonna enjoy my life and I'm like honestly good for you queen <laughs> yeah but I remember the person at AMC was like we have this new show called The Killing and I could have sworn and I've lived the last 10 years of my life believing this that it was about a person who shot someone on a train mm-hmm. and then you had to figure out who did it but it's not about that at all it's about a very different kind of killing how are they killed girl locked in trunk of a car a car driven into a lake and oh, the girl God. drowns that's horrible yeah that's obviously drowning is the worst way to go but also they say it's peaceful no i mean i'm sure that way isn't peaceful. they say drowning is peaceful yeah i think drowning is peaceful you what do you see, think is worse way Burn? um burning alive easily easily nothing easily. peaceful about that so um i, would um, never no, but I heard when you drown you like see all different colors and stuff there's probably other ways to do that I always wonder about like, for example, going to the the color museum or going to Demi Lovato's <laughs> shroom room, her her drug free shroom room. <laughs> I have to say, your friend, um, it does send me, uh, yes, me posts too. of the gay yes. from Demi's doc. <laughs> I would say four times a week, and I want her to never ever stop. I, I would never ever stop. stop. Um, I wonder if she'll be okay with us saying that. I think she will. Yeah, we'll just say friend. We'll just say friend of the pod. Bleep the name. Yeah. Um, I love getting those. I love getting those pieces. Um. The col- is the color museum a thing? It's like they remember that year, yes. like ice cream museum, color museum, like donut museum, pizza museum. <laughs> it's like some things, okay, aren't a museum. Aren't a museum. Like they're restaurants. If there's a space with a lot of ice cream, that's cool, but it's not a museum. Not even close. It's an ice cream shop. It's a yeah, parlor. It's a parlor. Call it a parlor. I love. There was this place, um, in state with me, Princeton, New Jersey, where it really felt ice cream parlor vibes. Like you'd sit in these like little wooden carved booths and you'd like eat it with a spoon. Anyone? Um, on the alarm. Um, what was I going to say? Though, did I tell you about the pizza tour? No. So you know, my family came to visit, I and my dad, that. my family came to visit because it was like this. So, my dad was like, "When we're all vaccinated and the pandemic's over, we're going to come to New York, and I want to do a pizza tour of New York City." Because oh, he's fun. he's so into pizza. He subscribes to a magazine called Pizza Today in print. We get it at our house. Um, I celebrate. I stan him. I stan his passion. And so we mapped out this tour. We started Upper West Side. They went down to the West Village. Then we ended up in Brooklyn at like Grimaldi's and um, Juliana's, I think it's called. And we had, we went to like, yeah, like seven different pizza places. And you had a slice at each one? We, yeah, we kind of had like half a slice at each one. Yeah, like yeah. We, we would get like a pie for the group. And it was then... like wine tasting. You spit it out into a bucket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, I did obviously feel incredibly ill afterwards. We had like some beers. It was, we were kicking back. Yeah. It was such a fun, family-friendly event. Wait, what was I just going to say? What were we talking about? Pizza before that? 
magazines. Oh no, I was gonna say that pizza tour reminds me of Cura D'Amato, who's um a mom first and foremost, a realtor secondly, <laughs> and newly uh, um actually a professional runner. She's a really interesting story in that she like was six that NCAA crossed in two thousand five, then kind of disappeared and had like foot injuries, and then just started running on her own as like a mom realtor in Virginia. Literally was running the best times like of an set an American record last year. Like just got really fast again, and then she got signed by Nike. But um, how old is she? Thirty five. So I haven't even peaked yet as a runner. No, I mean it's definitely the story. It was like the story of this Olympics well, cycle. Is like Kinkira Damato, sixth placer from two thousand five NCAA's, who no one has heard of in fifteen years. Can she all of a sudden? come back and she's probably the second best American marathoner currently but what's funny is neither her nor the first best are on the Olympic Shailene. team because they both had a Shailene's retired who's number one number one right now is probably a woman called Sarah Hall who's initial she um was a national champion in high school and then she went to Stanford and married Ryan Hall she was Sarah Bay in high school married Ryan Hall and Ryan Hall went on to have a terrific um, running uh, marathoning career and she was always like couldn't find her event was always like tried in the 1500 the 5k the steeple and like she always was like fifth in the country so she never was like making Olympic teams and all of a sudden she like exploded it in her again late 30s and is doing incredible things no I don't think she is I don't think is that the term doping is the term have you ever had a sty in your eye? Um, I don't know if I have. My whole life, I thought, I don't get those, I don't get those. All of a sudden, I have one. I will always remember. I don't see it. It's kind of faded now, but it's just like kind of uncomfortable in my eye. My friend's husband gets styes. My lover gets styes. Straight guys get styes. Straight guys get styes. Okay, that's a real TV girls show. don't lie. <laughs> um, <laughs> one time, I um, in my uh, house growing up. When I was six, we had this like basketball like area, but it was like on dirt. It wasn't like a paved court. And I it had a cedar tree behind it. And I like to try to do this shot when I was like six of trying to like shoot it over the backboard and make yeah. it in from behind. You know what I mean? Totally. And so I was doing that and the ball hit like some of the cedar tree and it fell oh. and went behind my eyelid. <gasps> I had a huge chunk of cedar tree behind oh. my eyelid. Had to go to the doctor. Damn. And he used a metal stick to get it out. <gasps> the next day. Oh, that's. The next, the next day. My baby brother was born. <laughs> and that's what they don't teach you, you in schools. Is that you can you can uh, incite. Get a cedar plank, a smoked salmon cedar plank. You can, um, what's it called? Like uh, My mom's obsessed with cooking salmon on a cedar plank she bought. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about it either. But she's always like, maybe I'll do it on the cedar plank. And everyone's like, we don't care. Remember when I was a nanny and I would have to like hardly cook salmon at 1.45 p.m. every day? I mean, you are, you were the... You're impressive. The <laughs> skills, people don't know how many skills you have. People don't know how many skills I don't have, but like I'm still asked to perform. Totally. That's an amazing Cook, point. Cooking salmon is a huge one of them. Cooking I don't. Being alive is another one. My brother <laughs> is so obsessed with cooking salmon. I don't feel safe actually cooking anything lately because I'm don't, I don't, I don't cleaning it up. I do think, and I'm not saying this is true of your brother, but I do think there's something aspirational about salmon where it feels like I think people... I think that people who cook salmon are looking for something greater than themselves. Greater. Yeah. They're trying to be someone who in their mind's eye they want to be. But ultimately, the only place they're going to find that person is not in salmon. Mm-mm. And it's not in anyone else. It's only in themselves. It is in the church. It's in the church. Of yeah. Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. You know, my brother is really someone who can like eat for fuel and like really doesn't have an eating disorder yeah and that's something i definitely like envy my new goal is to eat breakfast lunch and dinner every day do you remember do you know what line i always remember hmm. 
I remember from season towards the end of season one of girls when um Hannah and Adam are fully dating, mm-hmm. they go for like a run or something and they stop at an ice cream place <laughs> and Adam is like, Do you eat for fun or fuel? And Lena's like, What? And he's like, Fun or fuel? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. And he's like, I eat for fuel. And then Hannah's like, You have a great body, is that what you want me to tell you? <laughs> and we're being like straight, watching up, being like, Yeah, I mean he does. Like <laughs> it's so true. Hot. Like what's what's happening on TV is true. I love that program. When's she coming on the pod for once? I don't know. We should ask her. I know. We gotta we gotta reach back out. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? I brought this dress at Target yesterday. Oh, we're talking about Target and how safe it is. Oh yeah, and how even Marshall's can be safe. I really felt like and I sort of tried to tweet about this. I don't know if I captured the feeling, but when I walk into a Target, I feel like Okay, I'm getting the kids ready to go to summer camp sleepaway. Yeah. Madison needs shampoo. They're going to need plastic caddies for the shampoo. They're yeah. going to need wraparound towels with Velcro. Yeah. And we're going to need um, some mini toothpaste. I wish I went to summer camp sleepaway. You would fucking love it. Yeah, I bet I would. It's it's like everything you love about like community, but you yeah. still have your own bunk space and you can read every day at rest hour. Yeah, yeah. And not. <laughs> enough even in high school we went to sleep by a running camp for like one week at the end of the summer but it was so intense we ran 12 miles a day every day that and, is but it was like crazy. everyone on my team had been you know you train on your own during the summer and then so it's like no one knows who's going to be top seven and so you run you did a five mile run in the morning a seven mile run at night but which isn't necessarily in and of itself that bad but i swear to, i won't want to like prove that they had like trained over the summer so i swear to god it was like a full all-out race both run. i was like racing a racing an all-out five mile every morning and then racing an all out seven mile every night for like seven days and then like going home and like that's how i broke my femur i was gonna say like how do you not get so injured i broke i uh, fractured my femur there my junior year of high school and senior year i didn't cry <laughs> senior year i put mm-hmm. together an incredible season Tell us. Of, weave a weave a tail put together an incredible summer of training um was an incredible uh, literally incredible shape went to camp was like killing it at camp my coach who like hated everyone or like called everyone into a bunk and like basically chewed everyone out for not being fit enough. And he's like, the only person here who's running well is Pat Regan. <gasps> and I wasn't even counting on him to be in our top seven. Whoa. And he's our number one man right now. <gasps> and that was all my dream was to be top seven. So our first race we ran, I was like expecting to kind of be like amongst the top couple on the team was fifth. And I was like, interesting, which was still fine. I was really fine as long as I was top seven. The second meet, I'll never forget the Suffern Invitational, September 17th, 2005. Uh, went at Bear Mountain, um, was on the varsity race, was like the top seven, then everyone else was in like the JV race. Um, went out with like the leaders, was in our top three, and then like after a mile, like felt started feeling really tired, like someone passed me, and then like all of everyone passed me, it felt like everyone on my team. So I was like, I think I finished 18th overall, but seventh on my team, and two people from the JV race beat me from my team. So they got to varsity next year. I never got back in the top seven the rest of the season. And I was just working out with like our number one guy, but in races, I just didn't have it. And um, I think it was poor nutrition. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I've never told anyone this story. What? When I was at Camp Ozark in Mount Ida, Arkansas, I must have been 14, 15 years old, I was running the relay race for a tribal competition, which was not what I should be doing because we all know, even though I, I actually will say I can sometimes do distance, I'm yeah. not I'm not a sprinter either. I'm not fast in any way. And I've never run a mile in less than nine minutes, and that's kind of my... Do you want to? I can get you there. I I'd love to get there. You know what? You know, I went to a Barry's boot camp class. Oh, I thought you were going to like have me go with you. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going again next week or this week. Yeah, but you have to understand why this is like feels like deja vu because we had this conversation. And yeah, I- you know why? It was like because my so my friend who teaches Barry's, he texted me like I'm doing this last like 
tomorrow do you want to come and i was like you're yeah. such a double life lately i <laughs> you're double life because you're literally you have two families one in rhode island one in long island yeah. when people ask me how you are i'm like well he doesn't live here <laughs> but i don't but i, I say it with love I wish I didn't people love you, you know you have no idea so in, in my double life like with my other friends like yeah. everyone literally is like i really want to meet pat oh and I'm, like, I'm like you can say that you want to meet pat in my and i'm like am i am i is two ain't enough for you in my mind in your double life you're wearing like a um, mm-hmm. jennifer Gardner and alias like bright red wig like severed <laughs> me and angela call um you know when like a girl has like really severely like straight cut like yeah me and angela call it um severed by a sword or is it like, oh, she has severed by a sword it is. She has, like, <laughs> so it's for me you have severed by a sword like red wig yeah. and you're like red like an unnatural red yeah like do you ever watch alias no you didn't but no. you know alias like the wigs yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that so i have that i yeah i have double in that i'm trying to like build a life for myself outside of my work that makes me feel like i don't want to die same yeah lately. so anyways the, point, the thing about berries is that for, i really liked it it's really hard but the whole first half's on a treadmill which you would love because and they tell you like how fast to go but the first section is like okay so we're gonna start doing like five to seven miles per hour i'm like this is perfect yeah then so casually they're like now we're gonna do eight to nine but, 10 to 11 i'm like if you think i've ever gone faster than seven on a treadmill you're you yeah. have you're sick and you need medical but attention. only for like a minute right then you go back down yeah but like even the idea of going faster than seven for 20 seconds is terrifying to me yeah but you can do it okay so we'll get there okay so i'm going to various i want to say thursday so you should come i'll send you the details yeah thir- I'm, I'm in this space where i'm actually trying all these new workout classes and i have a new favorite and i want to shout it out in case anyone listens knows about this reach out to me because my friend friend of the pod Haley Sachs, mrs dow jones took me to a <gasps> i class. love her we I, always talk about this we-, we have to have her on she took me to a class called forward space on the lower east side have you been I'm obsessed. Okay, so this is ironic. So it's Jason's day because this is her. So in your quest to kind of embrace the world outside of comedy, right, you actually, went up at Jason Sudeikis' sister's, sister's house. <laughs> <laughs> so Harper Jones is told that Jason Jason Sudeikin. What's his name? Jason Sudeikin. Jason Sudeikin. Jason Sudeikin. And that's why you know wherever you go, there you are in in the comedy space. I was at doing stand up by going to Jason Sudeikis' sister's dance workout fitness wellness class on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. So you were basically by going to you were auditioning for JFL. I was <laughs> I was trying to be in new faces by going to forward space. Um, it's so fun. It's dance with weights. I'm addicted to it. They're like, you'll love you'll love and hate this. You walk in, they're like, I was like, so my new thing is when I was when I was in my early 20s, I would try and pretend like I knew everything. Yeah. Now I walk in and I go, hey, it's my first time. Yeah. I go, hey, hey, it's my first time here. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. Yeah. And they say, they say, put yourself in the locker. And they look at me and they go, hey, they go, look at me. They'll never forget this. They go, the club's in the back. I thought, oh what? Because it's like low lights, disco vibe. There's a DJ. Oh my God. It's incredible. I'm obsessed with it. If anyone knows about it or wants to give me free classes, reach out. Um, I also want to have like a birthday class there. So you just dance and you have weights and you're just like, it's you'll love it. Yeah. Wait, what was I going to say? The did point ever, is Barry's treadmill is hard. Did I ever tell you about the Brit from Angelo's ex yoga job? No. <laughs> So Angela used to be a desk person in the before times. Angela was a desk um, person at a yoga space in Williamsburg, which yes. is a very kind of like. Was it like a pretty one or a shitty one? It was one? like small kind of, but like by choice. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it was, it was, it was artisanal. Like expen- I'm sure it was, yeah, it was like artisanal. I'm sure it was expensive. It was like minimalist. It was like everything was like kind of white and pine. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. And so he would always tell me, you know, there's this brick guy who comes in. He's like asking me to dinner Brit, like a british guy a british guy yeah cool. but we call him in our relationship we call him the brit so sure. there is a, lex- a separate lexicon for what oh yeah, yeah. being in your relationship <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the brit keeps coming in asking him to dinner or whatever and i'm always like okay right 
So it's like a lot. So then for his, he always wanted me to do yoga because I'm not flexible. And so for his, for what the fuck face. (laughs) (laughs) So for his birthday, we went and did yoga at the place, like for free beginners, beginners, beginners. I obviously still struggled so much. So it's literally just us, one other person. And then that third and then another person walks in literally six, three, Looks like a porn star. Um, driver. Um, I'm driver makeup like blonde, but spiked up, but not in a weird way, like okay. hot way. I like that. What's that chef that has blonde hair? What's that hot chef? There's a hot chef with blonde. Imagine I'm talking about like Guy Fieri. I know. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's like a hot chef with. He's blonde on Top hair. Chef sometimes. We gotta it's get like a visual. dirty blonde, dirty blonde. Not Alton Brown. Not um. <laughs> Not okay. I'm gonna think about. Who We're that gonna is. find this out. But anyways, he kind of looks like that hot chef. Okay. And so, um, so maybe, see. but when he was younger. Oh, that, he's cute. No, 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 no. But the one I'm talking about, you would flood Dude, what's your. What's this guy's name? You would flood. Look for Curtis Stone old pictures. Curtis Stone old. He's cute. He's Australian. Yeah, but like, there's. I think he used to be from me. He kind of has like Bo Burnham hair. Is that what you mean? I love Bo Burnham. I, I guess. I guess. I, okay. He doesn't look like this person. So maybe I'm wrong. But um, I haven't watched his special because I obviously don't like comedy, but I'm excited to watch so it. This, so this like 6'3 Adonis walks in and I see Angela look at him and then he goes, hey, hello, Angela. Oh, no. That's my British accent. Killed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is literally. Look who else the- is going to new faces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, this literally is the brat. He's the hottest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> So we do yoga. I literally can't even like do like a basic, sh- like I can only do one more shake. Now just like lie on your stomach and pretend you're dead. That's Rasana. the one yoga thing I can Classic. do. And then. Oh, my favorite pose. <laughs> I love when they're like, this is the most important pose. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> literally every single time we're going to do every anything like that. British guy would be like, is it okay if I do a handstand while I do it? Like no, literally. And asking? Be, yeah. And she's oh. like, yeah. But it's like, this is beginners. Again. Oh, and he took his shirt off to do it. Of course. Everything. I mean. So anyways, then he like talked to me. You know what people's favorite thing to do is? I want to take my tits out at yoga. People love to, people love to flirt with Angela, like try to hook up with Angela yeah. and then like act like they would want to do a group with both. Like act like they're, because he was like. How then do you he, know they don't? He met, they just don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Brit doesn't want to fuck me and I'm okay with that. I wouldn't be so sure. The Brit. I think you underestimate your sexual power no, sometimes. No, the Brit. I'm not his type, the Brit. Okay. Anyways. Then he was like saying how he would want to like I guess him and Angela them were DMing, which Angela's really cool. comfortable DMing with people. And um yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. A lot of like <laughs> people who are like legitimately like uh supporters of my work will uh ex- try actively to fuck my boyfriend. Guess what the fun. craziest part is people do that with Brian. You know, there they was even not only am I dating him, but then they're like, Maybe he's gay too. Double. Oh <laughs> that's the ultimate dollar. It's like, hey King, and I'm flirting and he's like, Not only am I openly like dating not only am I openly not open. Right, right. He knows. He um, knows. I've been such a nightmare lately to well, him. Oh, really? Well, it's just hard when you're depressed and like your partner's there and you're yeah. just like, what? I don't feel like saying anything. Yeah. And he was being such a grouch this morning. Oh. He was. He thought I left his dongle in the bathroom, which is what we call <laughs> the thing that's, um, you know, the thing that like. It's not the thing that everyone else calls the dongle. Wait, wait. What, what does everyone else call the dongle? That's this thing. That? Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like this, but it's what plugs into your phone. Yeah, like, that's a dongle. Okay, so he thought I left his dongle in the bathroom, and I didn't. We're pointing at a huge dildo, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't matter. He just like was being annoying towards me. But, so um, what happened with the Brit? 
oh like the brit like they like, said hi i was like hi i was like obviously kind of a bitch to him and then like him and angelo like um were like messaging and the brit was acting like he would like want to do group with us but it was like no you just want to fuck angelo interesting yeah wait so back to my summer camp story oh yeah i was running the relay race and i had an out-of-body experience because i was so dehydrated oh wow like i was running like i was running but i like truly had no sense that i was controlling my body yeah it was scary it was almost like i was floating above my body <laughs> i was scared I it's am. funny because i'm sure if you saw it i was going so slowly that it was like there's no way this girl isn't like aware of how she's being but it was like i thought i was like going so fast my, oh my god i am um, it's I, so hard being chubby and curly hair in the summer that's the last thing i'll say in my life oh gosh I, you know i've been trying to run a lot uh, not a lot but like a medium amount like not go overboard like i did two summers ago right injury but, but just be coincident just be consistent enjoy it. it's so hard when it's human you know what's crazy we've o- we've almost been doing this for three years that is crazy you know with, with some minor hiatus <laughs> <laughs> let's do a letter for oh, help of course thank how you much time, i wonder how much time you've been talking for feels like eight years feels like 80, 80 minutes <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to go ahead and do a one of our world famous letters for help Hi, Kat. Hi, Pat. Hi. Um, I'm obsessed with you guys. Thank you so much for making me laugh um, in, like, the worst year of my life. Um, but my question is kind of for Pat. Um, Whoa. Take, take the day off. I recently stopped drinking because it's poison. Um, and I'm having trouble kind of navigating, like, what I do when I go out and, like, how to be around fucking wasted people. When I'm not also wasted. That's a hard one. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Again, I love you guys so much. You truly bring so much joy to so many people. You're so smart and talented, and I love you guys. Oh my, oh my god, that was so sweet. That and was very sweet. even though I'm not allowed to talk during this answer, <laughs> I actually also would love to know the answer. Okay, as this someone... is now an episode of Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> um. Honestly, I think my experience has been that it's very uncomfortable for socializing with anyone. And then as you sort of reinsert yourself back into your life, like, um, you know, there are people that you realize. Well, for one, it's just, you know, when someone's really drunk, it's often not fun to hang out with them. And that's okay. Um, And sometimes I think that my relationships have changed in a way where sometimes it's like, oh, this person, we don't have much. We don't have much to do together when we're not drinking. Uh, and, and sometimes it's like, oh, this person we still hang out with, but in a different way where, uh, where it's actually to me much preferable. Um, and I think that, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I still, in, since I've been sober, have had enjoyable times in bars and club spaces and I've had times that, um, were absolute hell, but then I've been able to like leave and just go somewhere else. So. I don't know, I think you just, like, get used to it. <laughs> you just, like, get used to it. And then I think, like, honestly, you realize all the good things about it, like having more control about how long you stay places and what you say to people and what you do, that um, you basically just are like, actually, this is fine. I don't really care. But, yeah, it's never exactly like how it was before. Um, but that's the point, right? And as someone kind of in the before, I can tell you that it, you can also have a horrible time at bars and clubs, uh, even when you're wasted. Right. And then you just like don't understand that you can and should leave. Like you always think my experience was like when I was drinking, 
just even drink more, more and I'll get time, more yeah fun. i was like okay yeah. well i just have to drink more i have to stay here as long as possible and eventually i'll get kind of what i'm looking for out of all this yeah and the answer is that you don't and um and so i think like now i'm i'm more okay just like being where i am and like being really aware of if i'm like enjoying it or not and if i'm not you know being able to just like leave and go home or go somewhere else or or whatever i also think there's a big part of it that for me is now absent we're like trying to hook up is such a big part of like going to spaces Mm. (laughs) trying to hook up is such such a big big, part of going (laughs) to spaces (laughs) trying to hook up is such a big part of going somewhere and so that i think is like tricky like that is also a time when like you know, I definitely have stayed places too long hoping I would hook up mm. even in sobriety. And it's definitely also strange, like, when everyone's kind of fucked up, like, trying to... Like, that part is weird and awkward, and I don't really have an, a solution to that. But, um... Oh, my God. I was addicted to just, like, staying as late as possible in just hopes of finding someone who would give me... Throw me a crumb. The worst is when there's one other gay there, and you're, like, literally just staying there hoping I'll hook Face up. off. And then, and then the gay leaves, and it's, like... because then it's like such it feels even though it's not this it feels like such a specific insult to you of course like if you're the only two gays at a space and like the other one leaves like you think i'm hideous oh my god you know what i mean it is fully us at the firefly party what's it called um uh, superfly superfly yeah that is like that sums up my entire early 20s yeah oh my god it's like that desperate need to i'm like we have to fuck someone we have to keep buying these vodka Red Bulls. Like, yeah. this is my life's worth. If I can go back in time, I think I would have drank more tequila, which is something I never, like, ordered. But now, looking back, I'm like, why wasn't I, like, always drinking tequila? But it, it people love to say that it's, like, a different kind of yeah. drunk. It's like, drunk is drunk. Uh, that's kind of how I feel, too, actually. Yeah. Um, drunk is drunk, and I'm finally at the age where I'm realizing that actually more than two or three drinks just makes me completely exhausted. Yeah. But it's still hard to resist sometimes. If I go back in time, I'd do more tequila. I drink more tequila and I would do crack <laughs> because I don't know why. Wait, I'm gonna do a, a pod first, which is that I'm gonna go put some deodorant on. Okay. Cool. Do you want to play the next core storm? Yeah. I hope that was helpful to you, sweetheart. I hope that's helpful you're, to you. Too, you sound so sweet, and I'm so impressed with you. Yeah. Congrats. That you Famously, made that every decision. few every few weeks I try and quit drinking, and then I don't. Um, Pat like is worried about me. You don't. <laughs> you don't have to be. I've actually. It's, it's actually amazing. <laughs> I used to think it was the craziest thing in the world to go somewhere and not drink or stay in and not drink. And now I'm like, oh, actually feels incredible. Well, I think I do think that sometimes you like feel like I used to feel like I was accomplishing something just by not drinking. Mm-hmm. And you, but then like I would always feel this like deflated sense the next day where I'm like, I'm just still where I am. I think. Yeah. But now that it's like more of an everyday thing, it's you know, I don't I don't put that much like thought into the fact that I'm not drinking, so it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go get my deodorant. I'm probably gonna do a spray one, which is kinda fun. Oh, interesting. On my body yesterday at Target. Which Target did you go Barclays? to? Barclays. So I went to I got I've never had a facial before. Barclays. Yeah, let me tell you something. I went to get um, my first facial ever yesterday. And it was right by Barclays Center, so I was killing time there because it was really hot. Yeah. And I got um this dress I'm wearing and some deodorant and some gum. You know, I was thinking of getting a chemical peel. You don't need that. I know, but it's like... I'm just, That's how I feel about the... I'm when searching I, for answers. When I got to the facial, she's like, so tell me about your skin. What are you looking for? And I was like, I just kind of thought this would feel good. Yeah, it's like the answer <laughs> that is something. Guess what? Yeah. It did feel really good. Yeah. It felt so good. She really... It was also like a massage. Yeah. She went inside my mouth. I don't not necessarily want that. It was cool. I'm desperate to be fucked by a masseuse. Hold for Wouldn't a that pause? be so exciting? 
You mean I during wish, a massage? That would not be exciting. That would be terrifying. My, I, oh, yeah. I guess we have different journeys. I wish my dream. I guess I don't want to be assaulted during my massage, but yes. to each their own. <laughs> okay, I'm grabbing my spray deodorant. Keep talking. Okay, well, my dream is this comes as a, whatever. I'm not going to say this again. My dream is to obviously be closeted still. Be being massaged. On mass- meth, on tequila. On meth, on tequila. Be being massaged by a really like jacked guy and then he just starts like fully fucking me that's my dream and i don't apologize for that but i also do apologize that i feel like i talk about that kind of thing too much um all right so i guess we'll listen to her i'm kind of now i'm the dad because um Catherine. oh wow that was so quick thank you Catherine put deodorant on already so my time as the dad is over spray it don't say it uh spray it don't say it lol we're laughing so hard at that jerk (laughs) Ooh la la. Hello, my little truth sleuths. Everyone needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure, honey, is the only priority. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on, whether it be kind of a straight football player or whether it be a straight lacrosse player um, or, you know, that coworker you always had a little thing for or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. They release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. So for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash seek treatment. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash seek treatment. Dipsystories.com slash seek treatment, honey. Um, why don't you um play the next one? Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Hi, Kat and Pat. Um, okay, I'm really nervous, actually. I've never called into a podcast before, I but I love you both very much, and your podcast I have found to be very therapeutic. I am um, coming out of a seven-year relationship oh. right now. Um, so, yeah, I'm a 28-year-old woman, um, <laughs> and my question for you is, um, how do I navigate single life again as a single woman? Yeah, okay. This Let's is- fucking go, bitch. Let's get it, girl. 28 is so young. You're about to have the best summer of your fucking life. Seven years is so, so long. Good riddance. Um, How do you navigate? I don't see. This is kind of a reverse handmaid's tale because um, <laughs> I don't have anything to say because I never have gotten out of a long term ever in my life. So I, I don't know. Okay. Um. Well, I haven't gotten out of a term that long. I've gotten out of a long a term that was three years that's a pretty long term it was definitely like what i was so nervous to like hook up with and even kiss very nervous to kiss someone else very nervous to have sex with someone else very nervous to like walk naked in someone else's apartment um but i have to say once once i did it once it started with the first person who i hooked up with after my relationship 
it, it, it all comes right back. I was wetter than I've ever been in my life. You were about to be so horny you won't know what to do with yourself because once you remember that like sex is good, but when it's combined with newness, it is so fucking fun and kooky. Sex and is crazy. good, but I, yeah, sex is great, but have you ever tried sex with a newness? Yeah, have you ever t- yeah so, uh, sex is cool, but have you ever broken up with your boyfriend in seven years and did someone else? <laughs> um, so anyone who gets to fuck you is lucky. It's going to be so fun. Um, so what I've learned from my single friends is that it's really all about Hinge right now. I used to be on Tinder, but everyone says that's kind of like over. Oh, really? I don't know. Allison, do you think Tinder's over? What about okay. Bumble? Is that says, over? Yes. Bumble is not over. I would say. Oh, you Allison say Allison thinks Bumble's that Bumble's over. over. What? She oh, Allison doesn't like Excel because she's bad for women, and Allison's bad for women. And Allison's bad for women. Yeah. And she and thinks that the and she wants the hem and still to be real life. <laughs> so I would say get on Hinge, get some hot pics, go to dinner with friends you haven't seen in a while. Um, doing it, do activities that like are just for you. Go to Forward Space with me. Oh my uh, gosh! What I want to go see the Quiet Place too. Go. <laughs> what? Go What's the- so funny about that, girl? If you want to reclaim your singlehood, go see the Quiet <laughs> Quiet Place too alone, <laughs> like that. What? Okay, so forward slash is um, like so much better than Quiet Place too. I don't know. It just seems like empowering. Um, <laughs> but what I would say is, how do you meet people? Well, it sounds like you just want to. It sounds like you don't want to jump into another relationship, so you should just get on the apps. Go to bars, maybe you don't normally go to. Maybe like, where are single guys? Like Lower East Side. Definitely Lower East Side, but then you're gonna find like you know 25. And what I want for you is 34. Where are 34? For year this olds? stranger I'm speaking to, I think you need to be with a 34 year old. Where do 34 year olds hang out? The, the West Village. I know someone. Mm. I bet you know. I bet you could meet a 34 year old in like, um, like uh you know fort green or something yeah you could even meet a 34 year old in something like uh, carol gardens is there bars there though i feel like carol gardens and fort green is like only for people in relationships is what's scary to me um yeah but you have to remember those who get out of relationships that's the best the best news about being single is that like sometimes it can feel like everyone's in a relationship but then you realize that relationships like are literally ending constantly i'm so and i i don't know why this made me think of it i always remember doing this show at the do you ever perform at the producer's no, no, no. The Players okay. Players Theater. Not, in Midtown? No. The producers was 40-something. But Players was down on like McDougal. No. It was like a big improv space. And I remember doing a show there and then going to the straight bars like a, a year out of the closet. And you know, and it's like such a straight bar. It was such a straight bar that even you would like I not feel comfortable. Been, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, it's like a dancey dance floor though. And yeah, there that was sounds this, fun. One like, gorgeous gay man who like mm-hmm. ended up I hooked up with him and we had and we hooked up like three times and he was so hot and I kind of like for some reason I think I was like I don't want to do this anymore I don't know why I get anxiety and then now I like think about him all the time I cut that out no I think no I think fine, fine, fine. he was just really hot and I'm like why did I do that like why when I was single didn't I just like hook up with that guy more you know what I always think about um, I went on a b- pub crawl in. Say with me, Barcelona in I think 2011 with my hostel, and there was this guy who looked like an Austrian version of my friend, um, because he was Austrian and he was really into me. And then I accidentally got like, I'm I am asleep telling this story, but I accidentally got on the wrong like, um, subway car and I never saw him again. I have a picture oh, of him on my sucks. on my digital camera. I, I never even kissed. I'm sorry. It's okay. 
Oh, God. I remember hooking up with that kid. So hot in here all of a sudden. Yeah. That's what happened to us. It got hot in here all that's of a sudden. That's why I started talking so slowly. Wait, I have one more thing to say to this woman. Oh, no. This isn't to this woman. Or it kind of is. My pet peeve is when someone gets out of... The quiet place, too, is to that woman. <laughs> the quiet place, too, is to that woman. Um, the quiet place, too, is, is John Krasinski's love letter to that woman. And um, I would like to say that my pet peeve is when someone gets out of a long term that they've been thinking about getting out of for so long. Mm-hmm. And... Then like Amelia gets into a new long term. I'm always like, I know. It's not, to me, that always was not the answer. It doesn't work. Yeah, that's that. why I'm so glad that Brian and I famously broke up after we got first together. I'm only about there's only about a year difference between me and Angela's long term. Well, it works. Yeah, unless it doesn't. It definitely works. Yeah, it definitely top with works. the cut with the sword. <laughs> Severed with the sword. Severed with the sword. Uh, yeah. That's how we knew. Chocolate Drizz is how we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's do one more cue. Hi, I'm Mallory. I love and I'm Mackenzie. Together with the sisters. So our sweet, amazing, wonderful mother married a man that we hate. Yeah, he's our stepdad, and we love her but hate him. <gasps> and our question is, how do you love family that you hate? She wants to support her mom, but oh. so we have a hard time liking him. Like, for example, I was home visiting, and he held a magnet up to my arm to see if the second dose of the vaccine Oh, my God. He thought for sure that it would. Um, so, yeah, give us some help. We need it. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you so much. Damn, first of all, we obviously love you girls. I love Mal and Meg. So connected. Honestly, okay, wait, that sucks. So first of all, where we find ourselves here is smack dab in the center of a uh, 90s movie for tweens. Yep. Which is, um, which 90s, the 90s as a decade tells the story of... Divorces. Of divorces and like, what if you didn't like your Mm step-parent? And so I don't know, I don't know this. I, I mean, I think like... I think you just have to, I mean, this is such unqualified, empty advice. And, um, but I think just try to like spend time with your mom and without letting him ruin it. And like, you might never like him and that's like, okay. I know it's so hard. I I don't have, it's really, it's shocking that we're both, um, our parents are all together. Yeah. That our parents are a quad. (laughs) Poly quad. (laughs) That our parents are in a poly quad together. Um. What if our parents called us and were like, hey, so I actually, (laughs) we met each other and we're actually trying to be poly together. I would be, I would love that. Then you'd be my sister. Oh. That's like if I um, ended up dating your gay cousin and I was your aunt, so I got to tell you what to do. <laughs> um, I would, yeah, I would agree with Pat. It's just like this guy obviously sucks, and if he makes your mom happy, there's nothing you can do. I wonder what kind of not liking it is. It is it like he's is annoying? he like mean or is he just like an annoying? I mean, yeah. the magnet thing is interesting because I could go a bunch of different ways. For one, it's like QAnon adjacent. For mm. two, though, it's like really annoying. Like if someone put a it's magnet. Like, don't in touch me. Don't touch me, and definitely don't touch me with a magnet. Never. <laughs> Never that. <laughs> um, but what was I going? I'm kind to of grabbing my ass right now. Sorry. Wait, what was I going to say? What were we just talking about? Our parents being um, poly. Our parents are poly together. It's uh, it's just. Have you ever told someone you don't like their partner? No. I, it sounds like y'all are adult age, so it's kind of. It's just it is what it is. If he was like your dad, it'd be like get the fuck out of my life. But he's just like some random guy. Yeah. I wonder um, if your mom likes him. I wonder if the problem is partially do you think your mom doesn't even really like him? If that's the case, we're waiting and we're, we're going to hold here until you answer. But um, <laughs> I wonder if they're having sex. I hope so. I know. I hope your mom at least is like coming. I so want. It's so strange like to think like I wonder. Whatever. I don't want to say this. 
If, if I like parents, up. I don't, it's not interesting. You one time my friend's mom was like, P- you stop having sex. Yeah. But, but then, then I don't. said, but then I said that. And um, in front of another person, they're like, that's not true. I think Angela thinks his parents still have sex. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Angela's family is like so horny in my mind. No, Angela has this thing where he always says that his family like loves to talk about sex and so sexual. And then like whenever we're at his house, he'll like bring up sex. It's not a sex thing. And his family will all be like, can you please stop? <laughs> like, like he just like doesn't. He, he's like misinformed about that. Oh, my God. My. Oh, I have a story, but I can't tell it on the pod. Oh, well, maybe on the Patreon. Okay, I'll save it for the Patreon. Anyways, Anyways so um, your legs look good and strong. Look at those legs. Um, thank you. You know, I've been trying to do squats whenever possible. It's working. Well, but my problem with squats. Okay, so uh, God, I've that taken, construction outside is annoying. I've taken to following porn stars on Instagram. That I don't like that. It's so interesting with porn stars. Like, do you think you would ever like getting fisted up your butt? No. Would, mm. Some people definitely like it. It makes me wonder, like, is that something I would ever, I would like? I've, I would do think when it comes to sex, you really never know. Well, you know how um, it's so important to me to sort of narrativize everything and like mm-hmm. set up context. I'm not sure what story I could come up with in which someone was like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what situation I could ever imagine besides like I'm with this guy in an apartment mm-hmm. in Bushwick and he has his fist up my butt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I could I find think for me a fisting scenario would be like, mm. sorry, I'm eating. I know I'm not supposed to eat on the pod. You guys don't like that. But um, someone who's like, I'm in a situation where someone's like, I want to control you. And like, yeah. I want to, I mean, my whole thing is like, fill up all my holes, fill up all my holes. I love yeah. that. So if this guy's like, I'm, I'm going to really, like, are you ready to be really full? And I'm like, it hurts. And, and like, that's part of the hotness. Yeah. Every, you know, we, we have a safe word and everything. I'm like, oh, it hurts. But it feels so good lately. Okay, this is kind of fucked up. The safe word is it feels so good. Is it for the Patreon? Yeah. If it's like juicy, yeah, it is. Um, so, anyways, I, yeah, I'd be like, it hurts, but it feels but so good. Anyways, these porn stars do like such low squats, and like <laughs> sometimes, like a porn star will actually post like them doing squats naked, which is like so interesting. And basically, I, sometimes I just feel that like because I have bad hip flexibility, mm-hmm. I'll never be able to get that low with my squats, mm-hmm. and because I'll never be able to get that slow. With my squats, I'll never have a truly like bubble mm-hmm. ass. Bubble is never going to be in the cards for me, and that's okay. You know who has the a true bubble? My boyfriend. My does. boyfriend. <laughs> my boyfriend. <laughs> my boyfriend has true bubble. Our, our boyfriends have bubbles. <laughs> my boyfriend and you. It's so ridiculous because he got really into working out two summers ago. Yeah, and he literally still will be like, "It's because of I did those squats." And I'm like, "That does not stick." I'm that's like, people like that think. I'm like, "You are so." <laughs> So twisted. Hey, people like that think he that. He has bubble. He has natural bubble. That's like when Cole came on. Cole, Cole is someone who has natural bu- yeah. bubble. And they <laughs> said that they think it's because they walked a lot when they were young. I'll always remember. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I too walk. You know yeah, what I mean? I, <laughs> just like you, I walk one foot at a time. My ass is flatter than the, the earth. Than yeah. the flat earth. Yeah, and we're flat earthers. Yeah. Um, there's a flat. There's a community of flat assers that think my my <laughs> that think if you walk too far, my ass will fall off of it. <laughs> my ass is um, it isn't, it isn't really what I had in mind, but yeah. it, it's working. I was used to be so desperate to have a bubble, but now that I'm like in a relationship, it doesn't matter to me as much. Yeah, times change. 
Yeah. Times are changing. The times they are changing. Bubble I just think it even first. is funner to bottom. Like even from your own perspective, it's kind of like funner to bottom when you have like kind of a bubble because it feels like. I mean, just looking at it in porn, it looks like they get so bouncy with it. Like it yeah. looks like it feels better, even though I know that can't possibly be true. I love when Brian's going to slam against your fat ass. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking ass. Sometimes people say in porn, like I'm because my new thing is following. I just literally just wow, had this. Your new new thing. <laughs> so I'm following. Your new thing is talking about following porn stars in the podcast. So they're always like um. You know, a picture of them with like a guy and like new video up my OnlyFans. How do you think he made out? Mm. And people on the comments are like, I think you've made soup out of his insides. That's that's not what I want to hear. I know. So it's like that's like part of gay culture is like that's a like lot. Re- rearrange his insides with your cock. You know what I mean? Oh, rearrange his insides. I've never heard that. Like because your dick is like no, slamming. I understand it in theory. Yeah, but it's I wouldn't like, know all my insides rearranged. No, I don't know that I want that. You know what's so crazy to me is that. Ever since Brittany, my foster puppy, came into my life. God, I forget about her. When we famously didn't have sex for 10 days, my pussy is tighter than a straw. It's literally, my pussy is so tight that it... I feel like a virgin every time I fuck. Thanks, yeah. Brittany. Thanks. <laughs> so, guys, you should definitely look into fostering. <laughs> if you want a pussy know. as tight as a straw. In the beginning of my relationship, we would have sex like five times a week. And like, I mean, it was Loose. loosey-goosey. And yeah. now it's like, I, I just can't slash like, I don't have the mental energy to remind yourself like what's fun about bottoming. You have to like really work yourself into it. And like, I just don't like doing that. So then when we finally do, it's so tight that I'm like, oh God, you know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever. Um, or do you feel hot today? Wait, let's do one more letter because okay. we only have 53 minutes. Fair enough. Hi, Kat and Pat. Um, love you guys. My question is, what is your, what are your thoughts on email signatures? Because I find sometimes that like, <laughs> like I just opened an email that was like from the desk of, yeah. and that was in the signature. It's like, oh, here's the little email, and then oh, on the bottom, get over like, yourself. From the desk of, like, yeah. Part of me thinks that's kind of cute, definitely. But part of me feels like sometimes people just have obnoxiously long email signatures. So, just want to know what your thoughts are. And you may have touched on this at some point in the past, but if not, um, now would be a time to address it. Okay, great. Love you guys. Have a good summer. Bye. Oh my god, I love that guy. Incredible question. That guy gets it. I know. Um, I like we said, have a good summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, whenever someone acknowledges that it's summer, like. Or, like, acknowledges the su- summer season in such a way, like, when you're after school. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, whenever someone's, like, last summer. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Wait, can I say a quick aside? Yeah. I love my favorite trope is when, like, a pod listener will be like, maybe you guys have talked about this before. Or, like, I got a message yesterday. Like, I'm sure you're getting tons of DMs about this. But um, Daniel Craig also makes me dry. And oh. I was like, A, I was like, I'm obsessed with you because A, I forgot I said it. And yeah. B, you're obviously the only person who's DMing me about that. And yeah. I felt so connected to her. I was like... We both believe this so strongly that we're like, I'm sure you're getting lots of messages about this. Yeah, I so totally. So I just want to shout out and send love. Well, first of all, I forgot you said that too. Dan, y'all, Craig makes me so fucking wet. Right. And but, that's um, in our, put it in the Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah, it makes you dry, makes me wet. Um, but what I will say is I got a lot of messages after the Grace Coolenschmidt episode of people who have heard the snake story. Mm, I got one message about that. Yeah. They were like, we, I know the snake story. Yeah. The girl told me the message is that if someone is a snake, 
believe them or something? No, that is not. It's not a fable like that. Why? Why are you guys trying to put this fable thing on it? It's not a lesson. It's not school. This next story isn't school. It's Our an- podcast is school. I'm sorry that I'm eating. Everyone's mad at me. Um, but wait, and the other thing. Wait, what did you just say? Oh no, the email signatures. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I think this person's so spot on that I'm of two minds of it too. It's like part of it's like, yeah, it's aspirational. It's, you know, it's cooking salmon. It's like, okay, you do have a job. Mm-hmm. You do like are someone who reads your emails. You're at inbox zero. Mm-hmm. You don't give a mm-hmm. fuck about it. It's easy for you to be at inbox zero. Mm-hmm. And you have folders in your Gmail where like everything goes yeah. and like, and maybe you're even someone's boss is what it feels like to me when you have an email signature. There's definitely some of it sometimes, and I think that's what this person's talking about, where it's like, okay, you're doing cosplay as like a business person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which I can respect in this age where it's like athleisure at the airport. But it's like if you're my age and you have – I mean, now I'm 32, so this is – I mean, if you're my age being 26 and you have an email signature, it's like <laughs> you need to enjoy your life. You're only young ones. Yeah, you really are only young ones. Don't if, rush if, through it. I, I could not agree more, and you have plenty of time in your 40s and 50s to kind of, you know, have a sign-off. But I think yeah. it's funny, like, my dad has a sign-off or whatever, but then when he sends me emails about, like, nonsense, it's just, like, regards. And yeah, like, yeah. Hey, dad, calm down. So there's actually another topic around this that's important to talk about, which is... I'm so hot right now. What about when it's, um... What about when it's, like, sent on the run? Hate. Like, when it's on your iPhone? It's like, oh, my um, God. People are like, sent... Well, we, I feel like we have talked about this because it's so annoying. And it's, like, sent from a computer device in the sky. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, do you do improv? Like, get <laughs> fucked. Um, get, get fucked, first of all. Second of all, I would love to do a general with you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's like, no, I have this amazing idea about a story about a girl who doesn't know who she is and she finds out. Um, uh, wait, so, yeah, it's like when it's, like, sent on the run, like, sent on the fly from my phone. It's like... It's like I, everything is sent on the fly in a way. I just, like, imagine you, like, on a subway sending it. Like, I'm picturing <laughs> you. I feel like... <laughs> The doors closed. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, like, didn't need to know. You know what I mean? TMI. It's when someone says, basically, email signatures can often be TMI. And I also feel like they're weird, like branding for iPhones. You know what I mean? They are all every email signature is an iPhone ad. Yeah, I've never. I don't even know how to set up an email signature, and I really hope I never change. You know that I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think I have one. I, yeah, I, I think I, it just says my name and like my phone number. That sounds right. It is convenient when like the phone number thing is. I think yeah, when you're like helpful. trying to like figure something out. Um, okay, um, so I'm I am sweating, so we're right. gonna turn the air on. Yeah. So do you feel hot? Yeah. You do. In both ways. In both ways. I'm wearing a new dress. My hair. I just washed my hair. I got a facial. I feel hot. I don't feel hot in terms of hair. You know what? I can't stop doing putting my finger too far into my ear, like Lena. Oh, I have done that since oh, I was... Um, obsessed with it. I started doing that when I was 11. It's gotta stop. I started doing that when I was 11 and I've never stopped. Um, how about the sentence? When I was 11 years old, I got obsessed with my earwax in Arkansas and <laughs> I, I, I've never been able to stop. Yeah. Um, anyways. Um, oh my God. I remember being in Arkansas and there was like an ice over and I remember hoping so bad the plane wouldn't be able to fly us home so that I could miss like a day of school. Why did you love Arkansas? Why were you in Arkansas? Uh, my dad, my parents' college friends had to move there for like a job and so like one oh. year over Christmas break we visited them. It was actually yeah. like so fun. Yeah, I mean our parts of Arkansas are simply gorgeous. So yeah. As I mentioned, I did go to camp there and that's when I had an out-of-body experience because I was running 
so fast. Oh, that's where Arkansas was? I mean, that's where your camp was, Arkansas? Yeah, I said it was in Mount Ida, Arkansas. Um, I don't feel It's like an eight-hour drive from Houston. I need a haircut really bad, and the way I need a haircut in combination with the shirt I'm wearing is not sitting right with me. I um, like the shirt, and I like the material. It's kind of like a polo material, but with a crew neck. But do you know what I did? This morning, I, like, reached out to, like, some old friends I feel safe near. Uh-huh. And, like, it changed the game. <gasps> You know what I mean? Well, Mike Kelton is oh, one. Oh, that he makes me feel so safe. And then another, like I don't think the pod went on my friend Adam, but um, I just chatted with them, and it was like just so easy and nice and fun, and 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 I'll move on. And Mike Kelton, I'll say, is my crush of the week. He just got engaged. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, did I know that? Did he post that? He posted it. Oh, yeah. Amazing. He just got gay engaged. Uh, he's the best. He got, he got gay engaged to actually a man, even though he is a man. So there are two men that are actually engaged with each other. Now I've heard everything. Yeah. So it's interesting. Wait, uh, I love him so much. He's someone who, like, a, I think my new like thesis on friendships is that you should feel better yeah after you talk to or see your friend yeah which is something i've been kind of struggling with my whole life my cousin is that in a nutshell he is incredible he's a ray yeah. of light yeah he's a ray of light and you just feel so like he just is so earnest in a way where you just feel like you're completely disarmed and sometimes that's like literally what you need in a friend he makes life feel like it could be good and he makes life feel very fun like we laugh so hard <laughs> i'm laughing just thinking about it he, in earnest tbt to him giving me a heimlich at bonnaroo um <laughs> in a large sun hat oh my god um but goes, um, goes without saying my crush of the week is dev oh um, yeah dev I, bowman who hung up my shelves i just like don't know if i can trust dev he loves you so okay, he doesn't right, connect okay okay um oh i got a dm from the person who once famously chased me down um avenue a and asked me to sign a book that i had read but not written obsessed with that person. <laughs> i love that person if you're listening i fucking love you i have to um i think i don't know i forgot if i answered your instagram dm you know what i'll say about people these days i feel like having now done a few shows back in reality people are so nice and warm and happy to be places there is there is a good energy around yeah and I'm grateful for that. And I'm really, if you came to any of my shows or want to, I'm so grateful for you. And it's really nice seeing people after this. I feel like I know everyone. Yeah. It's hard to forget. It's so easy to forget that like we all had the worst year of our lives. Yeah. I feel like I can't believe this happened to me. And it's like, no bitch. Yeah. So I'm just, whenever you guys say hi to me, it makes me so happy. I have to write my newsletter. I'm having so much trouble. Oh, same. Mine was due yesterday. Well, I liked my one three weeks ago. And then you know, yeah. when you have like follow-up anxiety of like, if you're the last thing Sophomore you wrote, you liked. Slump. Yeah. Because yeah. like, if the last thing you wrote, you liked, you can only lose by writing again. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm writing a movie. Really? Well, I haven't started it, but I have that's, an idea. That's incredible. I want to talk to you about it. Um, and the last thing I'll say is, um, are you mad at me? Not even close. I'm so glad you guys came over today. Yeah, this is heaven. I was I like, know. it's so funny because like, remember we used to hate like having to go and record. I, I know. And I was wondering how I'd like feel that when we stopped doing Zoom, but I like, literally look forward to it. It's so fun, especially like, well, especially because now you're in, now I'm in the city and you're in Brooklyn. It's a good to go back and forth. And also like just to be one, like if it was two train stops, it would be a totally different situation. Yeah, is everything. Yeah. Being in Barclays yesterday, I was like, this yeah. is a feeling. Yeah. What's the feeling? This is, it's more than a feeling. Guys, life is possible. Life is possible is my biggest message. And the, the message of the snake story is that life is possible. <laughs> and that's the lesson that you're meant to and, learn. And um, we just want to say, la la lulu, if you're boring as fuck. Seek treatment. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck.